Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. My name is Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. In addition to being the executive producer of these segments, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. Today, we continue our masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, channeled messages from beyond the veil with Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child in her last lifetime. Joining me is my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994. After a brief discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through in her distinct voice to share her loving guidance for the human journey. Danielle has connected people worldwide with Mother's Grace through life-changing courses, retreats, and online events, including pre-recorded and live stream presentations with Mother on YouTube at Mother Mary Channel. You are personally invited to participate in these events with Danielle and Mother to expand your consciousness. For details about these and upcoming events, and to join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community, review the archives of all the divine transmissions, and learn more about my energetic healing work with the divine, during which Yeshua, Mother Mary, and a host of other supreme beings, ascended masters, and archangels are present. We have a wonderful topic once again for today, and I want to welcome you back to the show. Danielle, how are you? It is wonderful to be here, Charlotte. Thank you so much. I am doing very well. Thank you. Wonderful. We just had our first class from Mother Mary's Masterclass, a School of Love Masterclass series last night, and I am still just like super high from the energy. (laughs) It was very powerful. And if you don't know what we're referring to, the fifth annual School of Love Masterclass series is underway and off to an amazing start. So yes, it was very powerful. Um, It brings you so much closer to yourself. Agreed. It brings you so much closer to yourself. I had a little bit of um, a time coming up with something to work on. So what what mother did in this class is she had she had to close your eyes and be silent and breathe and allow whatever comes up for you to work on. And I found that what came up for me was more internal than an outward behavior. So that was um, something different that I enjoyed. Good, good. Yeah, that's the beauty is that she always works with people individually, even as she's creating something collectively, right? So it's a collective exercise, but it always ends up being tailor-made for the individual, you know, and so there can be slight variations on her instructions and it just works out so beautifully. Totally. So we have the first class down and just to tell everybody a little bit about it, it is a series of three classes, which is free. 
and you can go to your website, belovedpublications.com to register. Is it too late to register, Daniel? Uh, no, uh, it's not. Uh, you can actually, even if you don't make the live classes, you can watch the um, the videos up until February 7th, as long as you sign up. And then that sort of tumbles right into the opening of registration once it's over on uh, January 26th, Monday, for uh, the long course, School of Love 2022, which is the deep dive into transforming um, your relationship with yourself and moving deeper into love. And this year, again, Mother's going to focus on building and transforming your self-worth. I can't imagine that it can be better than last year. <laughs> yeah. But, but we know how. Exactly. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. A lot of times, just when you think you've made uh, a giant leap over a hurdle or, you, or you've really buttoned something up, there's always more. Yes. There's always more there. You can always go deeper. You can always fly higher. That's right. That's a beautiful way to say it. Yes. Right. So you had said that today's topic will be how to know when love is present. And yes. how do you know when love is present? You know, that it's, it seems like such a simple question or, you know, and, and there's a part of me that, that immediately wants to leap to, uh, saying, oh, well, when this happens or that happens or this happens. And I'm discovering, especially since going through School of Love as many times as I have every time, uh, I realize that my understanding of what love is, is changing. It is less based on what other people how other people identify it or what they say about it or even what it is for them. And I'm discovering what it is for me. And what I'm discovering that I know when love is present, when I feel connected, when I feel connected to myself, when I feel connected to others, when I feel connected to whatever I'm working on or the events or the day, and I know that sounds really general, but it's not always how I live my life. Uh, you know, I discovered that there is a lot of disconnect in my life. And I am, you know, practicing uh, living more connected. And even when I'm connected or feel I'm connected and painful things come up or difficult things happen or things are said that are painful or even unkind and I'm working through them with someone, I can feel the love. Like the love is really present for me as long as I'm connected. When I disconnect, love becomes a kind of ideal or a mental construct, mm -hmm. but I'm not necessarily feeling it or experiencing it. I see. My experience is very similar. I feel that in most cases, 
we can see it, we can we can feel it, and we can we can say that it was there, you know, because we were in it. Mm. You were in yeah. that, right? For me, some of the larger experiences, it becomes something that can't be defined, only experienced. Mm. Sometimes it's even hard to describe when you really get deep into it. Um, as you outlined, you know, with friends, family, loved ones, you know, you, you know, it's there. You can see it in the interaction. You can feel it in the energy of the person you're in company with. Um, there have been techniques that mother has offered through the years. Uh, in particular, just to name a couple, she would say to begin each day and ask, where is the love? Where's yeah. the love? You can ask this in situations. Where's the love? And you close your eyes and you can feel it. You become more attuned to it. And that's the problem. The circuitry, we get so erratic in our mm -hmm. energy that it's hard to dial back a bit. Another one was, what do I need to do to feel love today? We can wake up feeling not very loving or loved. And so we can ask, what do I need to do to feel loved today? And let the answer come to you, you know, through your intuition, through your gut. Um, but often we forget because we're in our heads and caught up in our life circumstances. And sometimes events occur so that the miracle of love's presence has to get your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like what happened to me two days ago. <laughs> so what happened was I went uh, with a friend, uh, someone I have been close to for 20 years. Uh, we got together and we went to the beach to look for rocks. And, and shells and what have you, just combing the beach for those things. And this particular beach has uh, quite, a, quite a supply of moonstones. And so I was really drawn to getting a moonstone from nature to use in the meditations that we do for the full moon uh, that mother guided us through. Uh, I felt a special connection to that rather than the ones that I bought. So that's what we were doing. And in my, I will say, excessive attempts to uh, think of everything and be safe and not lose anything. I uh, put a small wallet in my back pocket because I wasn't going to carry a bag, just something to carry the rocks. In. And from all the bending and looking and turning rocks over, you know, looking under each stone, I lost the wallet. I think the ocean swallowed it up, actually. Mm. And do you remember what I had said to you uh, a couple times? about wallets, purses, and your driver's license. Yes. My driver's license was in there. Oh. So this is, this is so good, and yet it's, you know, so bad. I kind of saw it coming because my life is in so much flux. Uh, I am going through so many huge changes, and those changes are going to affect your relationship with yourself, how you see yourself, your self-image, your perceptions. So it kind of puts you through something like an identity crisis. There's going to be a reflection of what's happening inside you. And for me, in my experience, it generally points to the purse, the wallet, and the driver's license, your identification. And the minute it happened, I flew into a panic. Oh, my God. Worst case scenario is coming up in my mind. Shadow and ego jumps in like, oh, it's the end of the world. Terrible. This is terrible. This is bad. You know, judging it. And then something came over me. 
And I started to feel calm because I, I really started to connect to the experience, not fight it. Yeah. I just connected with it. What's happening here? What is this a reflection of? You've been asking yourself a lot of questions. You know, who are you now in, in terms of where you are in your life? Where, where are you going? You know, that type of thing. So this makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense to me. Is it inconvenient? Absolutely. But a calm came over me and I felt held. You could feel it. When you're held, it's a very distinct feeling. And I felt held and I felt it's okay. You're okay. This is just one of those natural things that happen when you go through life and experience a shift or a series of shifts. Yes. No matter if you describe them as large or small. Uh, so I just, you know, immediately grabbed my phone and, you know, canceled a card and a little while later ordered a replacement license. Not too bad. Not too bad. They'll be in the mail. I'll have them in, and in a matter of days, everything will be well again. But that was upsetting. But the most important thing was that feeling when I said, okay, stop. I guess we'll reference the pause. Yeah, the pause. The pause. <laughs> I paused. I paused. And, and I think I think at some point in the beginning when she was describing the pause, uh, I wasn't quite connecting with the word pause. But I stopped. I yielded. Mm. And I, I took a step back. For me, that would be my experience of pausing. So I felt the pause and I felt held and it's, it's okay. It's, it's fine. So now you know what I mean when I say that, you know, that time when I knew the fabric of my wallet ripped, I said, uh oh, <laughs> here it comes. Here it comes. But that experience was the difficulty I had in renewing my license because it, it just became this biggest challenge. It was terrible. There was something mother said last night in the master class with School of Love that really struck me. And I'd like to read that sentence out loud, if I may. Sure. She said, let peace fill your pause and then you can act for peace, in peace and from peace. And that, for me, felt like a hug. Like, you did okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's what I feel about the, the presence of love, how to know it's present. I think we just need to stop and feel it. It's always there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, well, what, what struck me with your story is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I heard is that you disengaged from all the thoughts in your head about oh my gosh I can't believe this happened you know the 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 thoughts and then the feelings that that get stirred up mm -hmm. you you paw you stepped back proverbially <laughs> and uh and filled that space with some peace a little neutrality and all of a sudden you were then engaged in the moment and the actual experience itself. And then everything opened up. Right? You were able to ask yourself that question and, and feel, feel your way through possible answers or uh, the feeling that the experience actually held for you in a, in a much deeper, more richer context 
rather than the reactive thoughts and feelings that are somewhat typical when uh, we lose something or we, you know, we uh, don't get what we want or there's there's something within the moment that triggers those old kind of thoughts and feelings. So from what I heard, you went from feeling, having an experience and then having a reaction, getting a trigger as a reaction, mm-hmm. recognizing that reaction stepping back, pausing with peace. And then that, from that, from pausing, that allowed you to engage in the event, in the moment. And that's when the love, that feeling of being held, that feeling that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? That's... I was wrapped in it. I had to calm my friend down. <laughs> So, so, so here I am. So here I am rubbing her back. It's okay. It's okay. No, no. Oh, I feel so bad. No, it's okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to spill it. You know, I'm just going to say it out. Okay. Follow me with this. And I went through it with her and she went, oh, I said, it's okay. It's, it's actually quite remarkable. Mm. It's, it's something that you can share, you know, once, once those cards are the new cards and the new license are safely in my wallet, how often do you think I'll think about it? You know what I mean? Eventually, it, it'll be a memory that you can look back on and smile. But the smile is because of having had the experience of being held in a moment of panic and being reassured in such a way that was palpable. And for me, of course, like you said, the triggers was loss. Mm-hmm. I've lost something huge. I've lost something majorly important. And so I had to that's where, that's where I had to step back. Did I really? So now I looked at it. Did you lose your identification or have you lost a major part of your identity or are you just finding a new way to experience yourself? You're in a new experience of self. This has to be, this has to be. And this allowed me to look at the problem that was occurring. This to some level devastating event and put it into proportion. It was exaggerated to match the intensity of my fear that I've lost, that I've been victimized. Mm. All of that comes up. It all gets triggered and churned up. And I had a chance to consciously say, no, pull back. What's really happening? Okay. That feels safer. I can come closer to it. And then, no, I, I put it in its proper size and context made a couple phone calls and all was well had a wonderful mm. dinner afterwards beautiful i just in large part and i want to emphasize this we can pray and stomp our feet and shake our fists and say i want a different experience mm. but you're not going to have a different experience unless you're able and willing to approach a familiar experience a different way And I think that is one of the large purposes of repetitive experiences or patterns is Mm -hmm. you really get a chance to choose in the moment to look at it and react differently. So I got to dismantle the reaction I was having and formulate a new one, but with help 
I definitely want to include. I had help with that. And so I feel pretty, pretty good about it. That's such a great story. Thank you. I have a question for you. Mm. While we're on this subject, how you know when love is present, do you find, because I'm, I'm speaking for myself, of course, um, I have found that, and I still do this in my relationships, I depend on the memory of love in lieu of connecting consciously, really connecting consciously with that person and letting myself feel the love. For example, with your friend who you got together with to go to the beach, mm -hmm. do you find that much of the time you spend with your friend or other friends, you're actually relying on the memory of love? Like, you know, you love this person, right? Because you have felt love for this person in the past. Like, there, you know that love is ultimately present for you in the relationship. But does that allow you to sort of neglect really connecting in to feel the love in the moment? Um, I, I have a habit of taking relationships, I think, unconsciously for granted. So I've already established that I love this person. And so I may not put as much effort when we're together into the actual connection. Mm -hmm. Am I making sense? You are. Yeah. And I've been looking at this lately and especially since mother gave me this topic, I've been thinking about this and how it relates to my relationships. Cause that's where I feel love oftentimes most predominantly is in my relationships, whether it's with mother or another aspect of the divine or people or my dogs or nature or, you know, sure. Uh, I notice on my walks that I take it for granted that I love nature. Like I know that about myself. I love nature. I love being outside. I love being in nature and pretty much any kind of nature. I have some of my favorites, but I just love nature. And then I find when I get home from my walk, that I was really just in my head thinking I wasn't really connecting with the nature around me. So while I enjoyed my walk, I didn't get that full dose of love hmm. that I get when I really connect in. And I noticed, and I saw so taking that, I've sort of extrapolated this out into my friendships, my relationships with others. And I don't always remember to make that conscious, deep connection. So when I leave my time with them, I may have enjoyed it, but I didn't really allow myself to connect into the love. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I can share uh, some of that where it depends on what's going on for me, I think. But when I go to get together with somebody that I do have love for, and I do, you know, that comes easily for me. Uh, some people you you want to be guarded around. But for me, that that really comes easily. And, and that's why I engage with 
those people on that level is to talk with them on the phone or get together and have lunch, uh, spend time, visit them in their homes. Uh, but when I feel that I'm stuck within myself in something I'm not happy about, it prevents me from engaging fully. So there's mm. a part of me that holds back and there's no less love. It's just I'm having less of a direct experience with it because there's something weighing on my mind. Yes. My yes. troubles or um, my, my dissatisfaction with something. Mm. And at other times, it would be great to get this to a very, very conscious level. At other times, I can say, you know what? Let all this go and just spend time with this person whose company you so enjoy. Mm. Make them laugh. You can get to hear their laughter. And even when someone's laughing, I'm sitting there going, oh, I love their laugh. Or I love the when they get that look in their eyes. There's, there's always something I can appreciate. But the moments have differences. And being, I'll call it, empathically observant, I can look back on a memory of that feeling. But I think for the most part, because there's a difference in the experience, the weather may be different. The clothing would be different. The moment's different. Mm -hmm. And for me, love is very much alive. And it's not something that I can compartmentalize easily. Some people may, but it's not. if I were able to compartmentalize it, I would then be able to kind of capture it, kind of keep it where it is. And in essence, metaphorically, put it on a shelf like a loaf of bread or a favorite knickknack mm. and then take it down and admire it. But what you're really admiring is an image of the past with feelings connected to it. Right. That's what a memory is. So for me, it's either I'm fully engaged or I'm not. And then I can feel the difference as I walk away from that and move on to the next experience. You know what I mean? Like, well, that kind of fell flat for me. Yeah. yeah. And because I wasn't there or maybe the other person isn't fully engaged but then you have a chance to step forward right and hold space mm -hmm. for that person in the moment yeah. whatever the situation is does that complement what you said at all that that really does and i i liked what you said about when you feel more distance or maybe not as engaged it's because you're focused on something going on inside yourself. So it's that self-obsession, that self, those self-centered fears that come up for me, if they are running in the background, even if I've sort of, you know, oh, now I'm going to spend time with my friend here and I've kind of set that aside, or we end up talking about what's going on for me. And then she talks about what's going on for her. Um, if those things are really dominant, then yes, that is when I do not engage in that love. I'm not present for the love that is always there between mm -hmm. us. You know, there's no like, do I really like this person or don't I like this person? No, I'm talking about established relationships where yeah, you, you wouldn't know have gotten this far if it wasn't there. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. you love them and they love you and they're just, you know, you feel it. Um, but part of the, of this whole understanding of conscious loving is stepping out of, you know, pausing in those self-centered, you know, innerly too focused thoughts and feelings, stepping mm -hmm. out of that pausing 
filling that pause with peace and then really consciously engaging with the other person. And that is, um, yeah, I'm just sitting with, I'm just sort of processing it as we're talking. And when I heard you say that part, that's what really resonated with me. And I, and I believe that that is the thing that keeps me from engaging in the love that's always present. Cause that's what we're doing, right? We're mothers teaching us that love is always present, mm-hmm. right? We may not always know where to look for it, or uh, it may change or mature over time, mm-hmm. but it's always present. And my, my desire in this life is to connect with the love that's present as much as possible. Like that's just what draws me in this life. It's what gets me out of bed. It's what, you know, inspires me. It's what uh, it's like, you know, the mojo that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Where's makes the mojo? life worth living, you know? And so, mm-hmm discovering how I can engage in the moment more deeply so that the love just happens that once you step out of self and into the moment with the other person or the event or whatever you're doing, then it, the love is easy. It's just, it's just there. I don't feel like I have to make an effort to find it or to create it, or to demand its presence, or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's the connection for me that triggers the experience of love, the awareness, you know, the feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the miracle. It is. Miracles are love. They are yes. natural expressions of love. Yes, I agree. And they they do not have different sizes. That's why I was mm. saying about I had to put this in proportion. Mm. Miracles have no difference in size or intensity. It's all the same expression of love. All expressions of love are maximal. For me, we have to take ownership of our contribution to every scenario in life. This is mm-hmm. our life. We are we are the masters of the ship. And so when there's a moment that I feel that I'm holding back, I could be wary for some reason, or I could just be depressed. I could just be feeling down and felt that getting away for the weekend would be the trick. But sometimes it wasn't because my suitcases were just too heavy. I brought too much with me, right? But that's a choice. It's all a choice. And for me, when I feel a disconnect or that I am disengaged, I've made a choice on some level because all is a choice. Every mood we experience, we have a choice in that moment. Do I go with this? Do I go with the flow of this negative feeling? Do I immerse myself in it and saturate myself with it? Because I know at this ripe age where it's going to go. It's going to go around and around. It will intensify. It will exaggerate itself. Shadow will hold you captive to it. And as mother was also saying, keep you focused on the experience, not the solution. Yes. Right. Yes. So I look at it this way. It's, it's kind of cute. We're channels. You and I are channels. 
And we all have connections to the divine, to source energy and source love, to Gaia, the consciousness of the planet. We are connected. So there are channels. We have to unclog the love channel. Mm. We, have to, we have to clear the, the, the channel. The, I don't want to use yeah. the word pipe, but there's a channel that that flows to us. And sometimes we just put our hand on, over it and say, not right now. I just want to feel this today. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. And so it's up to you to not so much do the heavy lifting, but put the burden down. There you go. Yep. It doesn't take that much effort. It just takes a simple awareness. And then the divine just pounces on you. The, the, and I've, I've experienced it. They pounce on you. Oh, she's ready. I've heard them say it. Yeah. Oh, did she say yes? Let's go. And yeah. Yeah. and it's this buoyant feeling that I get like, oh, okay. That's what, that's all we were waiting for, beloved one. That's right. Was, was your willingness and that give them a tiny piece of willingness and they will bring that experience in for you. Yes. And so there's the pause. It's a moment where you choose willingness for me. Beautiful. It's a beautiful topic. Mm-hmm. And there's so much richness to it because being alive, there is going to be something, maybe not every day. But you get to graduate to a level that is maintainable and sustainable to have, I'll say, a modicum of peace always accessible. It's just up to you. How far away from that do you want your mind to travel? Are you going to let yourself approach the edge? Or will you go to, like we offer here, all of the wisdom that has been shared, all of the Mm -hmm. techniques that have been shared? Are you going to turn on, go to YouTube and turn on one of mother's videos and find solace and be reminded? Because that's what the journey is. It's to remember and to remember the greatness of who you are and, and the light that you shine. That helps. And in terms of proportion, is losing a couple pieces of plastic so powerful? It had potential. It certainly had potential, but I got on that phone very quickly to cancel that card. And so I'm safe, I'm protected. And it gave me a chance to chuckle. It gave me a chance to chuckle. So there we go. And I'm looking forward to learning more. As always, every day. No matter what comes. Shall we see what mother has to uh, contribute to this wonderful topic? I think we shall. All right. All right. You're going to bring her through and I will see you when you come back. Sounds good.
Hmm. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. It's so wonderful to see you. It is so wonderful to be here with you and all your beautiful listeners, my dear. Hmm? Yes. As always, I thank you for providing this space for awakening, for love, and for communion. Not just with myself, but others in the divine and all those humans that are drawn to what you are offering, beloved. Mm. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Mm. You are always welcome, my love. Mm. And so are you, always. Mm. Thank you, my dear. So we are focused today on how do you know when love is present? And first, let me begin by saying that each one of you must come to understand love for yourself, right? Yes, you are, as human beings, you are going to have common experiences around love. You are going to have common definitions. You are going to have... Um, a common understanding. In short, as humans, love is your common ground. Right? Because it is what the vast majority of you seek. Right? There are some that seek fear, that uh, consciously seek fear or terror to either experience it or to provide it. Right? Mm -hmm. So there are a small majority on your planet who are deeply seated in shadow. Right? They yes. are at the beginning of their evolution and they are exploring the darkness. Absolutely normal. It's part of this reality structure. Yes. But the vast majority of you seek love. So it is your common ground. And that is a wonderful thing to keep in the forefront of your consciousness because no matter what happens, between you and others, no matter how other people behave, you can be assured that you have the common ground of love. Okay. So if you are willing to seek that common ground in all your endeavors and relationships, 
you will find that it becomes easier and easier to feel the presence of love within those relationships and endeavors. And if you are someone who seeks love, that's a pretty great thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because every time you feel love's presence, it builds your faith in love and when your faith in love strengthens you are more likely to seek that common ground between you within you all around you it becomes more a way of life rather than an occasional experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. So here are some clues to know when love is present, regardless of what is occurring within the moment. Number one, and this is the most important, you feel safe, you feel taken care of, you feel held, you feel that things are going to be all right. Now, oftentimes, that may not make any sense at all to your brain. Because it could be that something difficult is happening. The loss of your uh, plastic cards was a wonderful example, right? Mm. Is it the end of the world? No. Um, could it create problems for you? Yes. Is it inconvenient? Yes. But it is always interesting to notice that when someone loses these kinds of things, the panic that is felt can often outweigh the facts of the situation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It can be easy to jump right to worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, you do not feel safe, right? Because um, even if you don't go all the way to worst case scenario, let's say you just go to um, the terrible hoops you have to jump through to replace it all. As soon as that gets triggered, you are out in the future right? right how long is it going to take to get these cards back yes what mm -hmm. am i going to have to do how much money is it going to cost me uh, what if someone finds my old cards and makes trouble what uh, right all these things start to happen you are out of the moment and as soon as you are out of the moment you 
have separated yourself from the safety that love provides in the moment. So each of you might define safety in different ways, but I will tell you the true safety that love provides is the feeling that you are held. It is the feeling that you are all right. It is not the kind of safety that the mind creates that says, oh, you can have this and I'm going to make this for you. And it's not the Santa Claus safety. The Santa Claus safety says, if I'm really safe, I'm going to walk 200 yards back down the beach and I'm going to find that wallet. Right? That's how the mind likes to define safety because you avoid worst case scenarios, you avoid the hassle of replacing, the cost of replacing, right? all these things. So the mind says, if I were truly safe, I would find that wallet. But here is the leap of faith, beloved ones. And it's not really even a leap. It's just a little step back into the present tense, the present moment. Because when you feel love's safety, that you are held, that you are supported, that you are all right, that you are going to be all right. Then all of a sudden, as you described, those steps that you have to go through in order to replace these things feels um, completely within proportion of reality. No problem, no big deal. It's all fine. It was amazing. Indeed. And yet, nothing on the outside changed. Right? The wallet is still gone. You don't know where it is. Your friend is <laughs> struggling with the loss. Nothing's changed. But you went from future that is not in existence yet. Mm -hmm into the present moment. What is here for me? Boom, right back into the moment. What is happening here that brings you into the present now? So love can provide that safety, that feeling of safety. So that's number one. When you feel that safety, however it really translates to you within your body, your being, that's when you know love is there. Number two, power. So you are powerless over finding that wallet. As far as you know, as far as your conscious mind knows, it's gone. Yes. Either someone picked it up or the ocean took it away or it's now buried under sand and it would, uh, it's not, as far as you know, you can't find it. 
So you are powerless over the reclamation of that wallet. When you are present and you feel the safety of love, that love is providing in the moment, you also feel the power to change the dynamics. You feel the power to take action instead of remaining in reaction, which is generally future-oriented based on past trauma or experiences, right? Right. So now, not only do you feel that calm that comes with the safety, but from seemingly nowhere, all of a sudden, the power is present for you to take the actions you need to take care of the problem. It's as if the solution rises up and if it doesn't come directly from your own brain, it might come from your friends. Mm -hmm. Or um, you could ask someone on the beach, did you see my wallet? And they would say, oh, no, I'm so sorry, I didn't. But did you remember to call and cancel your card? Right? The power is there. Mm -hmm. The power is there. And when you feel that power, you know love is present. It is the power of love that doesn't just, that can, that term can be overused, right? It can be just used to, um, to tell you that, oh, you're going to feel good. Well, that may not be the case. Even though you might feel the safety of love in the moment, and even though you might feel the power of love in the moment to move you into solution and starting to take action, you still might feel uh, disappointed that you oh, yes. lost the wallet. Right? Mm -hmm. Maybe there was a lot of cash in there, or maybe there was a keepsake or a photo. So the power of love does not negate whatever emotions you are feeling in the moment. Hmm. The power of love is there to support what you're feeling in the moment, to help you move into solution so that those feelings don't get exacerbated by dwelling in the future and worst case scenario, right now the thoughts are taking those feelings of disappointment that you've lost the wallet and they are pumping them up and exacerbating them. And then it becomes a big drama, right? It can be crippling. Yes, something far out of proportion to the actual situation. So the power of love is there to support solution. And again, 
that doesn't necessarily mean that you do something. The solution in the moment could be that you need to just breathe and do nothing. Calm down. Don't make that first phone call or don't run back to the car or don't like just to take one minute to breathe, right? And really yes. be present. But you will know because the power of love is providing you with the solution in the moment. Will it provide the solution for you to get all your cash back in your car? No. That's what the mind tells you. It might. You might uh, be directed to go back and retrace your steps and look behind this pile of seaweed. And what do you know? There it is. Right? Mm -hmm. That can happen. But that is not the guarantee. The guarantee is the feeling of safety and the power to change what is happening inside of you so that you can be in the solution to affect what's happening outside of you. Yes. And number three, first there is safety, next there is power, and third there is calm. Love is calm even when it excites you. Now, that might sound like a paradox, but sometimes love is expressed or felt like fireworks or jumping off the cliff into the blue ocean. And sometimes love is felt in a quiet, intimate connection that feels still. Both can feel wonderful and deep and extraordinary. Sometimes love is felt in the simple everyday moments, nothing special. Sometimes it's felt in the big celebrations that happen just a few times throughout life. But always, no matter how it feels right to express it or to receive it, there is that calm knowing that you're in the right place, doing the right thing, the right time with the right people that is the calm that there is nowhere else you need to be or should be that you are exactly where you need to be doing what you are doing yes those are the three Feelings that come to you as a human being to tell you that love is present. So if you feel one or two and not all three, 
then maybe you need to pause for another minute and breathe until calm is restored within you. It may be that the situation is such that calm is not going to be restored. You are triggered in anxiety and it just is, and that's all right. But even without the calm, you are capable of feeling the safety and the power. And even if your anxiety is triggered and you cannot feel the calm or the safety, you can feel the power. It won't make any sense to your anxiety. It won't make any sense to your panicked mind, your panicked feelings. Mm -hmm. But you can access it. So now the big question, how do you access it in the moment? Right? Yes. And what you described is a wonderful, wonderful way. You do whatever you need to do to get yourself into the present moment. Whether that means you ask yourself the question, wait a minute, what is happening for me right now? What's going on here? What am I feeling? What's happening right now inside of me? And even if that means you're exploring what's been triggered, you are doing it in the moment. Right? That's all you need to connect with love. Okay. Right? Even if you are uh, focused on the anxiety in the moment, don't try to avoid the moment. Don't try to avoid the experience by letting the mind drive you into a reaction that then is going to take you into a different experience. And if your anxiety and your future tripping is driving the bus, you're going to then go from one moment to the next that is driven by future thoughts rather than being present in the moment. There are physical ways, deep breathing. You can, and I know this might sound odd to some of you, but give yourself a hug mm -hmm. or start at your head and squeeze your head and neck and throat, and chest, and shoulders, everywhere on your body that you can reach, give yourself a gentle squeeze to restore all your five senses into the present moment, right? So you awaken your five senses. Okay. What am I seeing around me? What am I feeling? Well, I can feel my hands squeezing my legs or my arms or even just squeezing each hand right mm -hmm. what am i smelling what am i tasting what am i hearing these things can bring you to the moment and what you may find without really a lot of conscious 
effort on your part, you start feeling more calm. You start feeling a sense of safety. And you start feeling the power that is within you and the support that's around you that's going to help you take care of whatever it is that's happening to you in this moment. Mm -hmm. And the way love translates itself to you, right? Whatever that feels for you, that is unique unto you. You get to define love for yourself based on your experience of love. And I encourage all of you to explore that. Again, you may have commonality with others in how they describe love or what it might look like on the movie screen or in your past experiences. But it can be very helpful to just freeform right. What does love feel like to you? Or what do you need love to be for you? Love is very malleable and is happy to transform itself into a form that resonates for you, not the mind and how the mind wants and wants and wants and wants, but how love feels right to you. And the more you explore it, the more you discover that love has always felt right in the way you needed it to feel. And that sometimes what you call love may not have been that. It may have been want wrapped up in lust. It may have been uh, wishful thinking wrapped up in desire. But the more you get to know what love feels like for you, the easier it becomes to recognize when its power, its safety, and its calming effect on you is present. And is this what you refer to as your path to love, your unique experiences with and development in love? Correct, correct. Others can, like myself, can provide a structure in which you can make that discovery. I can support you with my grace, with my love. But ultimately, this is a path and a discovery that happens within you, right? It is an inner experience that is going to be unique to you. And I've observed that for some people, the lesson in love is often 
internal, meaning self-love is your path. Other people would be more external where love of others is their path. Sometimes there can be a combination. Uh, but I felt that happening for me was how quickly are you going to turn on yourself as a result of this? Mm. And I was able to catch that because I felt the self-pity beginning yes. to rise, right? Oh, poor me, yes. you know, something again. And I said, no, you know, I'm, I'm not doing that this time. Uh, I think I got to a place that, that I'm very, um, I'm getting very comfortable in. Of course, loss was in big capital letters written in the sky for me. You know, you lost something again, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yes. Um, what does this mean? The mind is racing everything you described, go to the future. And uh, what does this say about me is mm -hmm. where my, my mind was going. What does this say about me? What does this pretend uh, about my life? Is it about um, losing a big part of myself or losing financial stability? Mm -hmm. uh, where's the threat? So I looked for the threat, but you mentioned in your description of the experience, you know, you ask people on the beach, have you seen a wallet? And I did that with quite a number of people. And even in the moment, as upset as I was, what I could not help but observe was their genuine concern. Yes. The look in their eyes mm. and the compassion that mm. they were extending to me and I, I soaked it in. And mm. no, they haven't seen the wallet. But And more than one of them said, but I will keep an eye out for it. Mm. And perhaps I can mail it to you. And that right there was very touching. And I could feel that this, this one event took me to several events to see even more than one example of it. So there was to emphasize my point, my internal experience of it, you're not going to be mad at yourself that, that this happened. I was doing, here's what I was doing. I was trying to prevent losing those things and took too many steps out of fear. Mm. So it made perfect sense to me that I would lose it anyway, because I yes. did everything I could not to. Yes. And then made one, one decision, I won't call it stupid, because I'm grateful for the experience. But I made one decision and decided, oh my, that putting the wallet in my back pocket was a good idea. And it's never been a good idea for me. I was just afraid of losing a handbag. So I wanted to make the loss smaller. Mm. So I won't go through what a lot of people do if they were to lose an entire handbag with mementos, photos. It's not that kind of scenario. I minimized the, um, the risk and then it happened anyway. So there was that part of me that, okay, you built a foundation of fear. It, it makes perfect sense that this would occur. You can't energy, you know, energy and translation of energy is one of my favorite things. I, I can't go against what I know to, to justify being a victim. So I had to go, I had to walk my talk, so to speak. But mm -hmm. that was wonderful having those people look upon me with such compassion and I knew it wasn't going to be in the car, but I went in anyway. And I said to myself, wouldn't it be wonderful if I forgot it at the house? But I knew I didn't because I knew I put it in my back pocket. But I, I tried to maneuver a few things. But I yeah. said, you know what? Just accept it. And I made the phone calls. 
and I'm okay. I'm okay. And I can still feel the calm. Mm. I can still feel the calm. So. Indeed. It was very interesting. My, I do have a fear that keeps needling me in the back of the head. And that is, um, I do feel that the ocean took it. That would be preferable. But there's a, a fear that someone will find it and someone who is intellectually crafty in some way and tries to find a way for identity theft that would create problems in the future. So I'm trying not to indulge that, but it pops in. Yes, indeed. It does, beloved. But um, this is how you continue to keep coming back to the moment because it is not happening in the moment. Mm -hmm. right? And if a moment comes where it does happen, love is here for you in that moment to provide safety, to provide calm, to provide power. Okay. Right. All right, my beloved one. Thank you, Mother. It has been a joy to be with you today, my love. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I feel loved. I feel held. Mm -hmm. And in a, in a precious way, validated. Mm -hmm. And so it feels really good. Wonderful, my dear. I love you. And I love all you too. your listeners, so much love. Mm -hmm. We all love you too, Mother. Mm -hmm. I feel it. I do. Good. Namaste. Namaste. Hello. How wonderful. That was. Whew, boy. Very and succinct. Very. And I have to put out, I don't know that you'll hear it, but thank you so much to my friend Carolyn for her loving support. She was just, you know, she was just wonderful. And uh, it was a very interesting experience. <laughs> and how beautiful that you got to go through it with a friend. That was important. Yeah. We've been friends 20 years. It's mm. an important friendship. And I'll feel my way through the significance of that, that how yeah. 
how spectacular that this particular friend was there for that moment. All of it contributes, all the little moving parts. So I'll feel that out. Thank you, uh, as always, Danielle, for your beautiful wisdom and insights into such an enormous topic that I'm sure we'll never get tired of talking about. You are so welcome. It is always such a joy to be here with you, Charlotte. Thank you. And I want everyone else to come with us. So everyone listening, jump into the School of Love Masterclass that's ongoing now. Jump in for an extraordinary experience. It truly is worth um, you. You're mm -hmm. worth it. So, yes. so do it. Uh, BelovedPublications.com is where you would go to do that. Join Danielle's community and review her calendar of events. Become part of this beautiful experience uh, that has been created and built over the years. SpiritualInsightsRadio.com is where you can hear the archives of all divine transmissions. Join my community and book an energetic healing session with me. I would be honored to help you move forward on your journey. All right, everyone, that's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.